I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Canto by Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's It's been a while since we've sat here and recorded. How's everything been? It was okay. You know, then Christmas and New Year, it was fine. And, I don't know. Happy New Year, I guess. Yeah. How was your How was your holidays? Holidays were good. Spent with, you know, just family in my household, and Carlos came over for another Christmas, so that was nice. It's it's always fun, you know, just having everyone open up presents, and I I went all out this year, so it was ex- exciting to you know that meme of like the mom with the coffee on Christmas morning. That was me. <laughs> You were very satisfied. I was very satisfied, but yeah, it, of course, like Christmas Day is always like filled with like surprises. Like my dad surprised my mom and I got us like new golf clubs and new golf bags. So like that was I was like, no, that that's too much, no. But yeah, I got a lot of useful things. I got myself an exercise bike, so I'm able to use that now. So that's fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. And New Year's was good. Just sat around, watched Pixar movies, and ate cheeseburgers. So it was nice. That sounds like a good New Year's. Yeah, what'd you do on New Year's? I didn't do anything. I had some drinks, and I watched Ted Gasso, and that was about it. That's good. Yeah, I've been looking into getting into Ted Lasso because I finished oh Bake God. Off. I'm trying to figure out what else to get into. I know there's that Netflix show, the Shauna Rhimes one. Was that one good? I made it like maybe like three episodes in and then I got bored. Oh. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. And there's some, there's some like stuff I was reading about some not great uh, consent stuff in it. And I'm like, eh, eh, I kind of did not make me want to go back to it. Ugh. But you should watch Ted Lasso because Ted Lasso is brilliant and the greatest show of all time. Yeah, I like Jason Sudeikis. You know, I never really had much of an opinion on him either way until I watched Ted Lasso and now I am madly in love with him. It is such a good show. I know he's been in the media a lot lately because his ex-girlfriend's dating Harry Styles now. So, And everyone's like, oh, like 
for him and i'm like uh, like he's fine like he'll, he'll find his happiness somewhere else not with harry styles well maybe maybe, maybe like they'll all be like together or something i don't know who knows but like yeah we, we shouldn't feel bad for anyone <laughs> that's the 2021 motto <laughs> no I'm kidding that's awful <laughs> yeah i think that's a that's a bad life philosophy <laughs> yeah it sounds like you need to watch that lasso and learn about being nice to people I do. I've been really mean lately. <laughs> but yeah, eh, another year, another <sighs> I don't even know what to say. It's just 2020 was a lot. 2021 will be a lot. I love those people that think that like a new year is like new beginnings and new chapter and new this or that. Like it's life's what you make it. That's why Hannah Montana said. So let's make it right. (laughs) Yeah. It turns out if you want things to be different, you can't just wait for the calendar to change. You actually have to, you know, like put some fucking work in it. But. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know what else I did on Christmas? Oh, yeah. I, th- I think you know, but I mean, I mean, I think I know. I mean, obviously you know, but what did you do f- for Christmas? I fucking watched Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> Brittany has a very angry look on her face right now. Yeah. Even though you texted me saying like, "Don't watch it," of course I still did it, and. Oh my god. Unbelievably bad. So, this movie was originally supposed to come out same day as Rise of Skywalker, but Patty's like, "No, I'll let you have your moment. I'll I'll release it later, you know, in 2020." And then pandemic happened and it was this like big hyped national thing that everyone was excited about you know you see all the trailers like the trailers were fine like I I was excited but nothing prepared me for how bad it was just the whole thing was bad the premise the acting like the dialogue was I knew that this movie was bad from like the first 15 minutes like when Kristen Wiig is introduced and they're all sitting there talking I'm like this is bad First of all, I like that you think them moving the Wonder Woman date away from Star Wars was Patty Jenkins being like generous and not Warner Brothers not wanting to compete with Star Wars movie. But well, maybe they knew how terrible it was. (laughs) It's like it's just a it's a flawed premise. Like having your Wonder Woman movie be about a magic wishing stone. I think was going to always be bad no matter what you did. But they also just sort of like make the wrong decision on every level. The movie is gross and pretty fucking racist. And also, okay, maybe in making your Wonder Woman movie, the entire Wonder Woman story should not revolve around the fact that she still hasn't gotten over this guy she knew for a couple weeks 70 years ago. Such a bad message for women and for for teenagers and for girls watching that like life isn't going to be great until my love comes like no stop it like we don't need these stories anymore (laughs) it's bullshit 
like, like seriously, almost like it's yeah, it's got to be because it was World War One, so like seventy years over this guy who she, like, what? How long does that movie take place over? A couple of days, a couple of weeks, maybe. Too fucking long to put in a movie. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, fucking pathetic to have that be your your Wonder Woman storyline. And, like, she's barely Wonder Woman in this movie. Uh, I don't know. It's the... It's just, it's just, also it's two and a half hours long, which is bananas. It's embarrassingly bad. And Patty wrote this too, right? Maybe? I'm not sure. And Gal Gadot had some, she did something with it too. I just, every, everything was bad. Like there was not like one good thing about the movie. Like the whole, how it started like, oh, Diana, this is a lesson, you know, remember this lesson. And then like she fucks up and then she's like, oh yeah, the lesson. Uh, I'm cheating. And I didn't, that opening, there's a couple of like, I mean, the visuals aren't even that great, but maybe if you were watching it in IMAX or something, there's a couple things in that big opening scene at Mascara, which is like fun, but it's too long and sitting at home watching it on your TV is not like, you don't even get in like, oh yeah, get into it at all. Cause it's just like, Hey, they're on horseback and shooting arrows and then they're on horseback and shooting arrows some more. And then there's some more arrows and then there's some running. And then they're shooting some more arrows. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, when is this going to end? But then, like... (laughs) None of this movie depends on her being Wonder Woman. Which I just feel is, like, what are you doing? Like, if you're making a Wonder Woman TV show, then sure, you can do an episode that's just about a magic wishing rock. And it doesn't really matter that she's Wonder Woman because it's just a magic rushing rock and whatever. But this whole movie, it's like you could plug any character into this movie and just like copy and change the name. And because there's like nothing, nothing relies on her being Wonder Woman, which is frustrating. Yeah, it just it. It made me sad how bad it was because, you know, I see other superhero movies. You know, I see, like, Captain Marvel. Like, that was a really good movie. Black Widow will probably be, like, really good. But, like, this mm. is just, like, sending... Yeah, I, I've heard rumors, too. But... Oh, yeah, and, and Scarlett Johansson. I, I Forgetful mind, forgetful mind. But this was just bad. Like, acting bad, story bad, messages bad like yeah uh i'm just because your movie is set in the 80s doesn't mean that you need to have a bunch of like gross 80s like middle eastern stereotypes in your movie (laughs) it's uh it's not great uh some of it's just like like factually wrong and weird um i don't the whole the oh my god the fucking the guy who wants to partition in egypt to keep away that like keep out the heathens and i'm just like you've got to be fucking kidding me 
especially in a movie starring a woman who was the, in the IDF. Like, I'm just like, wow, it's real. Some fucked up politics happening here. And I mean, gee, I, and like you said, the acting's bad. She is, look, she's fine. I think in the first Wonder Woman movie, she's not great, but she's, there's, because that, that first movie has a lot more like other charming actors in it that sort of keep you going. And this, the script is so bad. Nobody's good in it. Even even Pedro is like he's trying. And when he's doing the big smarmy stuff, like when he's doing the television ads in the beginning, that's fun. And he seems to get what he's doing in this big like scenery chomping, ridiculous, oily, gross thing that he's and it's fun. But. The times when he has to be serious? No. And then in the last, like, ten minutes of the movie, we get this flashback of his, like, dad abusing his mom. And we're suddenly supposed to feel bad. I'm like, you don't, no. Either, you need to either do that from the beginning of the movie, or don't do it at all, and just keep him totally unsympathetic villain. But to do it to, like, to suddenly introduce domestic violence to try to make him a sympathetic character is, uh, it's a choice. We shouldn't be excusing people for shitty behavior because of their past. <laughs> and I just, this movie just does, like, it's just going in so many different directions. All of them bad. It's, it's, it's tricky because it can, bad movies can turn great actors into because Pedro did fine, but God, those scenes with his kid were just bad. And ugh. and I I like Chris Pine. Like I I think he's one of my favorite Chris's. And even like I couldn't stand looking at him in this. I think because I was just so pissed off that the whole narrative of this movie is that you know Diana. She wants Steve back and she finally got Steve back and everything's right in the world. And I just, I hate that. Like we're capable of surviving without, with, without that. And it just, it's annoying hearing the storyline that like we need someone to be someone and it's bullshit. And that's what makes me mad is that kids are going to be watching this and they'd be like, I need my Steve Trevor. No, you fucking don't. You can be your own Steve Trevor. Love yourself. Shit. Yeah. Like, the idea that she's just been alone for 70 years since he died, like, fucking pining over him is... I I don't get it. And the way they bring him back is so weird. Like, okay, you have a magical witching rock. Just bring him back. This whole thing of, like, he takes over somebody else's life. Which would be fine if they did anything with it. If, like they introduce that as like a real fucked up thing that the movie like struggles with like look the script is garbage and they would have handled it badly but at least address it somewhat like that this guy had you know like family friends something it was so confusing and just the weird part that i wasn't expecting that steve took over someone's body why it's so needlessly complicated just if you have like it's magic just having me like suddenly there and then at the end of the movie when she sees the guy 
And like that's perfect movie opportunity for her to be like, oh, like maybe we should date. And then he just walks away. I'm like, yeah, this movie's bad. And then you get like an end credit scene. And it's like, oh, it's Wonder Woman from the TV show. Oh, and I'm just like, that's it. Who cares? Uh, The terribleness of this the CG on Kristen Wiig when she actually like becomes Cheetah. Oh God! I laughed out loud when you first show her. It is my my brother described it as looking like a costume from a like regional theater production of Cats. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's just like it's just the shittiest cat costume you could possibly have it is terrible i feel bad for kristen wig because it's her first you know action-packed movie and it it was just bad it had so much potential it was cool like being able to see her and be like oh wow she's gonna be an interesting villain and then like it just totally not being because all she wished for was to be like diana so she's just doing things and she accidentally fucking ki- or she fucking kills someone and then <sighs> patty what are you doing i don't know i gotta say i am uh concerned about rogue squadron Is, is there going to be some, like, fucking love triangle in, in Rogue Squadron? Because I don't... Don't do it, Patty. You fucked me over once. Don't fuck me over again. I, I don't... Mean, it's just... No. Ew. Like, nothing in the movie works. It's a convoluted mess. The, uh, the like, anti-era bracelet in this movie is uh, disgusting and... Uh, I really need them to announce the writer of Rogue Squadron sooner rather than later because I need I need something to look forward to or to know that I can just write this movie off completely either way. But I mean, wow. It's yeah, you because know, when the earlier reviews came out, I was mostly just sort of like I didn't want to like dig deep into any review because mm-hmm. I you know, but I was like reading headlines and stuff, and it was a lot like, oh, you know, it's you know, it's mo- it's just like an empty spectacle, and I'm like that could be fun, like you know, just a big dumb action movie. Maybe it won't be terrible, but they're like even the spectacle, like there's there's not much spectacle. The action scenes all look terrible. Even when Pedro's character, like, gets to the White House and you see, like, the fake president, which I always enjoy fake presidents in movies, but, like, this one was just bad. Why not have it just be Reagan? (laughs) Instead of, like, a shitty Reagan lookalike? Like, it doesn't, like, do, like, make some sort of actual political statement at all and have it be Reagan. Like, instead, it's just some, like, dude. And I don't, I don't understand that choice at all. The, oh my god, the fucking invisible jet. (laughs) (sighs) Like, it's just like, suddenly, hey, oh, my dad used to make things invisible. I'm going to try to do that now. Yay, it worked. 
You know, I I had totally forgotten about that until I remembered in SpongeBob they have these like superheroes that are like DC superheroes and like they have like an invisible like car. And I was like, is that from? I was asking Carlos and Rusty like, is that from SpongeBob? And they're like, yeah. Or did they get that from Sponge? <laughs> or did did SpongeBob get that from them? So that sh- fucking shows how <laughs> I am. Yeah, I think the the Wonder Woman Invisible Jet is something that doesn't really get used much anymore. I can see uh, why. Uh, I mean, yeah, it seems... Well, now she can fly, and so sort of what's the point? But And I guess she learned to fly because Steve told her something about how you just have to, like, feel the wind or something, and then that, and that is talking about how he magically knows how to fly this jet from an age totally different from the one that he flew planes in with no learning curve whatsoever also applies to human well i mean gods but still like come on it's just like another one of those i'm sad and my sadness gives me power oh and the fucking awful goddamn you speech of all you need is the truth and you gotta renounce the wishes because the world should be as it is and I'm just like what the fuck is happening right now I was waiting for her to start singing Imagine like she tried to in that celebrity (laughs) Twitter thing (laughs) delusional just it was bad Uh, the whole I mean just the whole concept of like Oh, the TV waves are as if people were touching me, so that works. When I'm just like, well, okay, the movie, movie, you made up the whole thing about people needing to touch him in order for the wishing thing to work in the first place. You made up your own stupid rule that you then had to find an even dumber way to work around. I'm like, then why have that rule in the first place? You could have just not had the touching rule. And then you don't need to have some explanation of how the TV particles like are as if he was touching people through them. Uh, uh. I just want to know like who liked this movie because like I I want to I want to hear like someone give like positives to this because I see no positives anywhere because. Emily just keeps talking, you know, point after point after point to make me be like, you know what? My review from this movie was a four and now it's a two. (laughs) Uh, It was just really, like, really bad. And I went in with fairly low expectations, but was like, maybe it'll at least be fun. I like Pedro. I like Wig. Like, this could be cool. But it was not cool. No, I think it's just as bad as anything that, like, Zack Snyder has done. God, I almost think worse. Yeah, I mean, the only, like, the thing that makes it, like, at least more watchable is, at least it's not, like, dark, grim, gritty, everything is blue and gray and it's raining all the time. Oh, like that Ahsoka Filoni episode, yeah. (laughs) Like, I can't deal with the Zack Snyder, like, uh, you know I'm edgy because things are literally dark and you can't see what's happening on the screen. And everything is black and angular. 
so at least there's like colors in this movie but i think like as a movie it's just as bad like i don't maybe not as bad as suicide squad but po- quite possibly as bad as suicide squad i'm so glad i didn't go to a theater and watch this oh, i would have been so pissed if i had spent like 18 dollars to see this movie Yeah. What I don't get is that this movie was so hyped. And no no one tried to save... Like, this movie could have been saved. I don't think so. I think as soon as they had that plot, they were fucked. Such a tragedy, man. And they're doing another one, too? Because as soon as... As soon as this one came out, I heard like an announcement that, oh, we're into a Wonder Woman 3. And I'm like, great, because the second yeah. one was just so good. This one's going to be what, like Wonder Woman? I don't know. Are they going to do the 90s? Or are they going to do, I don't know, Captain Marvel did the, Mar- did the 90s fine. Like, that was a fine, good movie. But I just, not good. Maybe it's just... Uh, I heard Michael Keaton's coming back, so maybe she'll do one with Michael Keaton. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. But... Bad. Well... I heard you watched Soul, too. I did watch Soul. It made me very sad. Yeah, that was a sad. It was very, very good movie. Very, very good movie. I wish that was the movie that I watched first. But no, the the boys <laughs> wanted to want wanted to watch Wonder Woman, even though I was like, guys, it's bad. It's bad. They're like, oh no, it's, it's gonna be no. It's bad. It was bad. Did they like it? Oh no, they hated it. It made Carlos is the most positive like movie person ever. Like he will have fun watching any movie, and even he was like, this made me mad. How bad it was. <laughs> that's fine no um i liked soul soul actually is one i wish i had seen in the theater because the animation is gorgeous especially especially like when they're in the i mean i guess the whatever the pre-world soul thing is that has a name that i don't remember but like the animation there was so interesting and it just i i really liked it i liked the music a lot so you liked it yeah, I really loved it. I I watched a lot of Pixar movies uh, this weekend, actually, and this is this is definitely like a a top one for me because the story was wonderful. Even though like I had seen a lot of like what was going to be in the movie, like I was still like really surprised. Like the message was beautiful. The movie was sad, and yeah, I just I love movies. You know, talking about like purpose and you know destiny and all of that and how that's like bullshit you just life's what you make of it so i i loved that i loved mr mittens mr mittens was good that scene when mr mittens is going up in the portal like i died like that was so funny (laughs) uh i love movies with cats and this was good. Tina Fey was fun. So was Jamie Foxx. I loved it. It was it was so good. It was sad. But you have nothing but good things to say about it. Other than, God, I wish that I watched that first and not Wonder Woman. 
Well, this way you watch the good movie second, and like you're ending on a high note, as opposed to like the do I? I mean, Soul to Wonder Woman is pretty steep cliff to fall down. That is true. The only thing I'll say about Soul is, like, watching it like by myself, like Christmas weekend, not a great experience. Like, yeah, <laughs> it just made me very upset. But it's very good. Like, it's a gorgeous movie. I'm just like, oh, this was not good for my mental health right now. Yeah, that's too bad. But, yeah, if anyone hasn't watched Soul, watch watch Soul. It's it's pretty good. I'm I'm happy that they were able to put it on Disney+. Plus. But, yeah, it's a total shame that we weren't able to see this in the theaters. But also, I'm so glad that they didn't do, like, the $30 premiere movie shit. Yeah. I don't like that. I think they're doing that for the Raya and the Dragon or whatever, which stop. We already pay for a subscription to a streaming service. Do not charge us more money. After Mulan, don't do that to us. Like HBO gave us Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, HBO's facing, I mean, they're getting sued over some of those movies, so. Oh, shit, really? Lionsgate is suing them for, I can't remember which movie it is, whatever the big Lionsgate release that they're doing, that Lionsgate funded a bunch of. Oh, shit. Hmm. Well, did you watch anything else over our, our break? Um... Not really. I watched a bunch of Gossip Girl because that popped up on HBO Max. And by saying a bunch, like I watched like 18 episodes and I'm still in season one because that was, you know, network television back in the early aughts. So it's like 22 episodes a season. So that's beautiful. Ironically, after I finished watching Deadwood today, that popped up of shows recommended for you. I'm like, oh, great. It's a bit of a change. That show is hot garbage, but I kind of love it. And it's also just sort of, it's fun to watch now when everybody is like on there, like getting all these like, you know, like gossip pictures and texts updates through their flip phones. Ooh. So it'll just be, like, a horrible, horrible, grainy photo of, you know, like, somebody kissing some girl at the when they're not supposed to be. And it's just, it's, I don't know, it's very amusing. I love that's the scandal is kissing someone. God, I love it. What, they're in high school. Oh, they're in high school? I thought these were fucking adults. No, it's Gossip Girl, not Gossip Woman. Oh, oh, yeah, then, yeah, kissing? No, that's forbidden. There's some stuff with some of the parents as well, because um, Penn Bagley's dad used to date um, Blake Lively's mom. Oh, what a mess. Like, back when they were, like, young, and they're like, still, like, have feelings for each other, but now their kids are dating, so that's weird. 
Whew. That is weird. But no, no, they're, 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 that's, that's Upper East Side private school. Yeah, like high schoolers. Wow, I totally do not relate to that. <laughs> but I know, it's ridiculous. But that's sort of thing. One of the things I love about it is it's just utterly ridiculous. The uniforms and like the fancy schools. And then like, I think they go to these like fancy balls. I'm like, I, I want to go to a oh, ball. No, oh, they just had a, they just did a debutante ball episode. Oh, I love it. I think you would actually really like the show. It's like... I mean, it's sort of the, you know, it's it's basically the equivalent of The Bachelor or any of those. It's just, I mean, it's just terrible garbage. Like, some of the stuff's really gross. Yeah. Like, like so in the pilot, there's this character who attempts date rape n- not once, but twice in the f- same episode. And he later becomes, like, one of the main characters on the show, and you're supposed to to root for him and shit. And I'm like, um... Nope. Not great. Not great, show. Yeah, you know, Gossip Girl's been one of those shows for years that I've always told myself that, like, I wanted to get into. I think ever since high school, but it just, it, the right time never came by. And I'm weird with shows where it has to feel right. Like, I still remember the moment I was on Netflix and I clicked on Great British Baking Show and just, you know, it was right. It felt right. So, I guess I just have to wait on, like, Gossip Girl. But I don't know. I, I think the time is approaching because, yeah, it's on HBO and... It was recommended to me after watching Deadwood, so I, th- I think all the stars are aligning to uh, Gossip Girl. And yeah, because I, I watched The Bachelor last night because it was Matt James's uh, first episode as Bachelor, and it, it just—it's so weird, like seeing everyone in social events, like in fancy clothes, and just—it's weird, especially now. Like I still can't believe that The Bachelor is like a thing still, like. You know, they seclude them to fancy ass hotel in Pennsylvania and they're like, we're going to stay here for like six to eight weeks. And Matt, you're going to find your wife. You're going to find your wife right here, Matt. I just I don't know, because I all these girls, I feel like are just going there to be like influencers and none of them seem legit. And like 98% of them, all these people on TikTok are saying that like this one's racist. This one was terribly awful and mean in high school and it's just it's like why can't there be like nice people on there like it just it sucks <laughs> because people wouldn't watch the show i would like i i like genuine and real people and there's a girl right now who thinks that she's like the queen like on her like because they say how old you are where you're from and your occupation her occupation is queen oh and then there's a girl that brought her vibrator with her. Well, yeah, I mean, you're there for, like, you know, a couple of months. Yeah, then she she tapped a girl with her vibrator. She's like, excuse me. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> gross. Don't do that. She's like, excuse me, can I steal Matt? It's like, oh, my God. Oh, terrible reality TV. I'm here for it. But yeah, it's weird seeing people get together for events. Like in Deadwood, we're going to talk about later, there's a wedding. And I'm like, oh, a wedding. Like, I can't even imagine going to a wedding right now. Like, but it's 
it's fun watching events. <laughs> um, no, I, I recommend trying out a couple episodes of Gossip Girl. It's narrated by uh, Kristen Bell, so that's fun. <laughs> that's delightful. Because she is like she is like the the voice of the like the Gossip Girl like website or blog or wherever all this you know shit's being posted that destroys all these teenagers' lives, and so she narrates big portions of it, and that's 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 a lot of fun. Because I like her. So this whole show is just like. Just there's someone writing blogs about people and then like, do they ever find out? I mean, I know that the audience finds out who the person is. I totally forget who it is. But like, is this like, well, that's it's sort of just not the point. Okay. The point is like love and scandal. Like, yeah, I mean, that's just sort of a way to like introduce the the different storylines and the way to like stir up trouble every once in a while by having it's an easy way to get characters to find out about stuff. It's like, you know someone overheard something and snapped a picture and now everybody knows about it it's so it's a really shorthand way to do that with their shitty flip phone (laughs) we are back we had some very strange technical issues and for the first time ever it wasn't me Yeah, uh, I was just sitting here listening to Brittany and suddenly couldn't hear Brittany at all. And I assumed, because I hadn't moved, <laughs> I assumed it was on Brittany's end. But then I, after several minutes of Brittany, like, unplugging and replugging her microphone, I went to another video and tried playing that and couldn't hear that either. Um, I don't know. My headphones stopped working, but now they're working again. That's good. It's funny because, like, they look just like your other headphones. Oh, no, they are. Like, I just, I plugged them back oh. in and, like... Oh. Redid it. Well, I th- I think the one into like the into the head going into the headphone mm-hmm. had come loose. Like I guess maybe I pulled at it, but we're like it was barely loose. Maybe just like the anger from Wonder Woman, like just undid it itself. <laughs> there we go. Who knows? But um, other than Gossip Girl, is there any like Star Wars news out? No. There's really there's really no Star Wars news. Um well the High Republic officially launched today with Light of the Jedi. Fun. Yeah, I have it on reserve from the library, but sometimes with the ebooks, like there are a couple days before I actually get them, even though I'm like first in line for the reserve. They don't always pop up on the on the library system right away. So right now, the library page says January 9th. So I guess I'll be reading it this weekend. That's fun. I hope you enjoy it. I don't know if I'll read it. I mean, I saw like the the trailer on YouTube and yeah, it seems fun. I, I can't wait to like hear about it. Like, I don't know if I want to like actually like go out and, you know, read it. But I'm excited to hear. I always like hearing about book releases and how it is hopefully it's good yeah and they did like a big they did a big panel for the high republic as a whole that had a couple of the different authors from it on it i didn't watch any of it but i did you know like skim the high points 
So apparently it's going to, the High Republic is split into three phases. Phase one is Light of the Jedi. Phase two is Quest of the Jedi. And phase three is Trials of the Jedi. And phase phase one runs from uh, 2021 into 2022. So this is like a long-term thing. That's crazy. They're committed. Yeah. So today, as of we're recording, Guy of the Jedi, which is the first main book, came out. Um, that's the Char Soul one. Justine Ireland had a junior novel, A Test of Courage. And there's a picture book by Kevin Scott called The Great Jedi Rescue. And then tomorrow... Uh, Kevin Scott's Star Wars The High Republic comic starts February we get the Claudia Gray young adult novel late February Daniel Jose Older's like I think um, more kid friendly comic starts because that's High Republic Adventures uh, June we get another junior novel and the second of the main novels the one that Kevin Scott's doing July we get Justin Ireland doing a young adult novel and then they also announced a manga style comic and there's like a graphic novel and in Star Wars Insider there's going to be some sort of serialized story that takes place over several months but those don't have dates yet that's a lot Yeah, it is. Um, you know, obviously, since that's over a bunch of different mediums, it's, you know, it, it sort of spreads everything out a little bit more. But it'll be interesting to see, like, how much they tie together, especially since they're written for very different age groups. Like, I wonder just how interconnected they are. But I, I, I have a feeling, like, everything will be fairly standalone in that you can read one of the books and it's fine. You'll get everything. Yeah, I mean, they must really be hyping up that, you know, they're going to move these characters to a live action or something because the fact that they have, you know, from adults to, like, picture books, like, that's a pretty big deal. Like, they must really be, you know, working on something huge for this. Yeah, I mean, we we know we're getting the Acolyte, but that... It is apparently set at the end of the High Republic. So it seems like that would all be sort of like several, I mean, since the High Republic covers a century or so, that there's a long way to go between now and then. But one of the things that came up in the book trailer that I think is interesting, I believe they talked about a little bit before this idea of their, one of the things they're fighting for is control of the force itself which I don't I mean I'll see how they do that I mean it's it's an interesting concept I can see how some people are a little bit like concerned about that one because it gets into some weird like metaphysical stuff maybe but I'm okay with exploring the force a little bit more and what it actually is it's concerning that they want to control it though because like wouldn't you think that they would think that it's like a 
a being and you don't want to control a being, you know, you should, you know, let it live out and, you know, serve its purpose, you know, let the force, you know, the force should guide you, et cetera, et cetera. You shouldn't guide the force. Well, I thought that was more of like, maybe like losing by losing control, they mean like losing their connection to it. Like if the force is in all living things and then, but somehow like somebody else is able to like cut you off from it that seems like a pretty big deal yeah like taking someone's like force abilities away yeah like we don't know who these bad guys are yet i mean well i mean king tom's probably already done with the book but i don't know i don't don't think it's everything's going to be answered in a single novel Uh, they probably sent king tom the book like weeks ago just so that he could prepare for this day he doesn't have to read. He just reads it in a day. I love it. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear what he thinks about it. Hey, did you hear those those crazy dumb rumors about how this article apparently was saying that Robert Downey Jr. is going to play Grand Admiral Thrawn? I mean... I clicked on it and it's like, as reported in, we got it covered. I'm like, okay, well, that's all I need to know. I mean, considering how much Robert Downey Jr. wanted to get away from playing Iron Man and being in a big comic book franchise, I don't see him signing up for another big action thing right away. I also don't see um, a TV show being able to afford Robert Downey Jr. One of the highest paid stars in Hollywood. I just love how, you know, this article just like outlines like, oh, they used to work together on Iron Man. I'm like, but it doesn't mean you get him for free. Like, there's no discount here. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It's it's a weird one because it just doesn't. I mean, he got done with Iron Man and was wanted so far to get away with it that he went and did Doolittle. The man makes baffling career choices, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm right now I'm reading this article from this website called Pirates and Princesses. And they say that they're the ones that you know got this and they're just like all right let's let's get straight to it but i man i i don't know like that that's just that's silly like i robert downey jr no he also just seems not right for the part at all I just don't think he fits. Like, there are just, like, some actors or actresses that you can't imagine in Star Wars. And I think Robert Downey Jr. is that for me. Because I just... I... Yeah. I mean, they're already going to put Wolverine in the Acolyte. No, I'm just making shit up now. (laughs) But... I don't know. Hugh Jackman. I could see Hugh Jackman in Star Wars. Like, that's an example of someone I can see in Star Wars. Someone I can't see... Definitely not Robert Downey Jr. 
I'm so fucking over Robert Downey Jr. He used to be one of my favorite actors, and now I basically cannot stand him. Did you ever watch Endgame and Infinity War? Nah. You gonna watch uh, WandaVision, though? Yeah. I'll watch the stuff I'm interested in. Yeah, that should be good. I'm excited. I'm excited for WandaVision. I hope it's as weird as I want it to be. I fear that it will not be, but... I mean that's the that's the that's their project that I'm most excited for. Um, I think Loki will be fun because Tom Hiddleston just has a blast playing that character. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier are just like I don't care about either of those dudes. But I love Bucky. I think he'll be okay. It'll be like. I don't know, like, I'm getting vibes. It's going to be, like, the second Captain America movie. And that was a good one. So I'm excited. I, I like action, like, in spurts. Like, I don't like just, like, full-on action, like, Fast and Furious. Like, I don't know if I could, like, sit through all of that like you did. Because I just feel like just all the time it's, like, action, cars. Like, I I think that's my least favorite thing in movies is, like, anything, like, having to do with, like, car chases or car anything. Because I, I sit there sometimes and I try to watch it. And I'm like, I can't do this. Like, in Ant-Man, there was a lot of car stuff, too. And I think that's why I that's my least favorite of, like, all the Marvel movies. I, I I don't care about cars. Like, I just care about the safety. Like, that's all I care about, cars. <laughs> like, if this if my car crashes, like, will I be okay? Like, that's my main concern. Like, I don't care that, oh, this one has a racing stripe. Like, no. Or this one looks cool. I don't give a shit. As long as it's a safe car, it's a good car. Like, I, I don't need Dom's... Uh, car. What was what's Dom's car? It's a, his charger or his. I I don't know. Yeah, he has a yeah, charger. his charger. Like I don't need that. I I I think cars are silly. I think car racing is silly. I don't. I, I it's boring. I don't like car chases and I don't like action scenes. And Fast and the Furious was a slog. The only car racing I will endure is at California Adventure on Radiator Springs Racers. That's the cars ride where you're in you're in Lightning McQueen and you're racing around the track. That that's the only one that I I can stand. But um, is that it for the Star Wars news? I think so. There wasn't anything else, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's gonna be any stuff for a while. But, um, do you want to get to Deadwood? Sure. We have reached the season two finale of Deadwood. We ended it off with a beautiful, jam-packed, dance-filled wedding. Yeah, Alma... Alma gets married to Ellsworth. And she's really happy about it. <laughs> uh, 
neither of them are particularly excited. Ellsworth is upset because he has to. He was given these gloves that he's supposed to wear, or as he calls them, mittens. <laughs> which, ugh, bless that man. Um. Yeah, but the, the wedding itself is nice. Yeah, and just like the lead up to the wedding, like when when Seth and you know his wife are sitting down, and she grabs him like some tea or some coffee, and he drinks it, and he's like, "Yum." <laughs> Look, it's a bad situation for everybody involved, and the way that they solve that situation is just by pretending that nothing is wrong. They're so bad at it, too. They just sit there, the chairs, and, like, they're not even, like, the curtains are closed, and they're just sitting down in front of the curtains. Like, it just, it's it's all so bad. And then they're just sitting there far away from each other, like, holding hands, like, arms apart. I'm like, you guys are fucking awkward. Like, I get it. It sucks, but you don't have but to Martha has it. decided, she has decided to stay, because she, she asked if, if he still supports her plan of becoming the town teacher well yeah like why would he not support it like it's funny that she asks him that because of course yeah like that's a good thing that she's doing like providing for those children like i don't think there's a teacher there right now other than sarah whatever her name was like well she's gone now and she was just she was just sophia's tutor and because the the one teacher got scared off when those guys um destroyed merrick's office oh yeah so that was awkward. And then there's a lot going on with Mr. Wu. And that gets resolved by death. Yeah. So they had, you know, Al had Wu locked up so he couldn't start shit until Al was ready for him to start <laughs> shit. But then the guy guarding the door fell asleep and Wu sneaks out and kills somebody. And one of his guys gets killed too. And it's bad. Uh, because... George Hurst, who is the one who Mr. W works for, who has, you know, had Cy buying up all of the claims in Deadwood, basically except Alma's, um, is finally in town. And, like, Al wanted to, like, had a certain way that this was going to go down since the guy that Wu hates is back by Hurst. But Al does manage, like, it does sit down with him, and Hurst has this very much of, like, well, if you say Wu's the guy to get drugs and prostitutes from, like, that's fine, but, uh, we're just gonna have to see who comes out on top. <laughs> Which Al takes as the tacit approval it is to go kill all the other guys, dudes. It's very violent. It just, it's funny that, like, all of them, like, working together was, like, I, I liked it. Like, I would watch a show with, like, four, the four of them, like, fighting crime. Yeah, yeah. Because he sends, he sends um, Johnny and Dan and Mr. Adams with Wu. And it was funny to see, like, Mr. Wu get to be in charge. Because, like, he's a leader among his people and obviously, like, to be, like, the boss in a town like Deadwood like you gotta you gotta do some scary bad shit and be smart and have some muscle behind you and so it was good to have like that acknowledged 
instead of all just the like he's sort of you know the the joke character and buttons and we see him like slit this guy's throat no my favorite was the at the end when he's talking to woo and they just like acknowledge each other like al is so oh yeah and woo cuts off his ponytail and it's awesome yeah I love it. Okay, so the wedding happens. They get married. There's a big party going on. Someone dies. Who died? Is Oh, you didn't see it because at the end they show you. They focus on him at the very end. You mean the guy hanging himself, Yeah, because, right? like, for some reason, like, I didn't see his face. Like, I think because, like, I was watching my iPad and, like just everything was a little blurry so like i don't know who fucking died it's mr w <gasps> no yeah because he he kills himself after hearst fires him i mean oh good okay never mind i i was confusing mr w with someone but good who are you confusing him with forgetting names okay but okay no 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 good. yeah that was that was walcott hanging himself because he was fired sigh yeah, Sai tells Hurst about Walcott, um, about him killing the prostitutes and it's gonna and tries to use it to blackmail Hurst. And Hurst is like, dude, I can't be associated with the shit you do. And so he hangs himself. Okay. It is really, it's interesting the way they do it though, because when they, when you first see it, it's just, you know, there's a wedding and you see a guy like, I forget, I think it's, it's, it's Moe's who is walking around, um, after he, after he's, after the doc has been like seeing Mm -hmm. him and you just see like in the background, this body fall. Yeah. And it's, we, it's a weird way because it's totally don't focus on it at all. And you could easily miss it because it just it just swings in, and then they like a couple minutes later they come back to it and and focus on him. But yeah, like you said, it's dark and you were watching on your iPad, so that makes sense. Yeah, I, I swear I was paying attention, but and then <laughs> fucking side gets stabbed. Oh, it's so satisfying. Fuck that guy. And man, you got to be a pretty bad guy to get stabbed by a preacher at a wedding. <laughs> I also love how blase Joni is about it. When she just turns to the other woman is like, go see to him, and then just walks off with Jane. I love it. Jane is delightful in this episode because Joni is making her take off her gross, dirty, regular outfit and put on a dress. And she looks so uncomfortable. And I love the scene when, when Charlie comes up to them and just laughs. But we also see everybody dancing. Like like Saul and Trixie are dancing together. And you see like the doc dancing with Jewel and it's all it's all very nice. And there's lots of fun old timey music. Yeah, it was a lovely wedding, even though, like, the circumstances are kind of shit. Like, but, I mean, good for Alma. She's marrying a good man. Like, even though both of them are kind of hesitant about it, it's the right thing to do. 
Yeah, like given the, given the time period, like and given the the situation that she's in, she can't be pregnant and unmarried, especially with like Martha there. Um, and and Ellsworth is a good guy. Like he was when you see him dancing with Sophia, it's so sweet. Like he'd be he'd be a good dad. He's gonna be such a good dad. I'm so happy for him. I mean, if it happens, God, you never know what's going to fucking happen in Deadwood. Oh, and I don't know why, but when he said Mr. W, I got confused with Mr. Adams. I'm like, no. Oh, no, no, no. That was not, no. Oh, I'd be furious. I'd be, I'd be furious with Mr. Adams. That's what I get for not watching Deadwood for weeks. Confusing. But that was, it was a fun wedding. I, I thought it was cute. Like the dancing was superb it was fun seeing everyone out there having a good time like Trixie looked lovely in her pink dress Jane looked stunning too like but is side dead I'm not gonna tell you it's one of those where we find out but yeah okay so yeah Sty was stabbed which good uh yeah the other big thing is that elections are gonna be happening Oh, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, so that's going to be one of the major plot lines for next season. Oh, fun. I love elections. <laughs> Which reminds me to check up on current election things now. But, yeah, what a fun... What a fun time. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that... It was one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, I could watch Deadwood. Because I, I can't remember the last time I watched it. It was probably before uh, Christmas. But, yeah, I can't wait to see if Saya. Uh, Ooh. If Sai is dead or not. It'll be it. I'm. I'm. It'll be interesting. I haven't seen season three in a while. Like I've rewatched seasons one and two a lot. Like especially the first season, I haven't rewatched season three a lot because I always got annoyed about the fact that it didn't have an ending. Since it was supposed to be four seasons, and it took ten years to do the movie, but um, yeah. So I'm. I'm. It's sort of like the one I've only I've seen. I think I think I've seen it through twice. So it'll be interesting to go back to that because I I would definitely have to watch that one closely because I do not remember much of it. So why wasn't there a fourth season? Was it the writer's strike? Uh, no, it was problems between HBO and Milch, and uh, David Milch who created the show and and wrote it. Um, by all accounts, incredibly difficult man to work with, but also HBO was like fucking him around on some stuff, and like we're we're like there was it was never entirely clear like if it was like what the budget or the number of episodes they wanted to give him or what. But finally, he just kind of said, "Fuck it, we're just not going to do it at all." That bummer. And and yeah. And then for, for years, there were rumors that they were going to do this movie and no one thought it would ever going to be happened because the, you know, the set had all been, had, had all been destroyed 
So, like, doing that, again, would have been, like, extremely expensive. And, you know, the cast had all moved on to different things. Like, Oliphant was working a lot. I mean, um, Ian McShane as well. Like, and so it's pretty... They didn't they didn't get everybody back. Um, and I don't want to say, like, some of the people who aren't in it. Because then you'll know, like, characters who are alive or dead. But, you know, like, there are a couple actors who I wish could have been in it who weren't. But... Overall, it was really a satisfying ending after thinking the show would never get an ending. Well, that's nice to know that it was a satisfying ending knowing the circumstances of the failed season four and that it ended just abruptly. Abruptly. Yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) season three has an end, but it's definitely like an end to a season and not an end to a story. And from what I've read is he, Milch had always planned Edward to be four seasons. Like, so like knowing for year, like a decade that I'd only gotten like three fourths for the story he wanted to tell was extremely frustrating. But I think being able to rewatch it and then go into the movie will be, will be a different experience. Yeah. I can't wait to get to the movie, but that's going to be four months from now. <laughs> Uh, very soon yeah i'm surprised that i haven't been spoiled um at all in deadwood i think you know it's old enough that it's not like people are talking about it now yeah and there's not it's not a show where there's a ton of twists Yeah, I mean, it's still, like, pretty pretty surprising, though. Like, the shit that happens, like, with the kid and just, like, with uh, Wild Bill. Even though that's, like, history. That's, like, well-known. <laughs> except I didn't yeah. know. But, yeah, overall, it's a, it's a good show. The only thing, though, that, that sucks about, like, binge-watching is that, like, I always, I forget, I'm forgetful with names. Mm. and especially like not watching it for a little bit like i i know who everyone is but like when we talk about it, like oh shit this person yeah like oh shit this name and i'm like ah, i'm putting disservice to deadwood because it is a really good show because i wouldn't be watching it still after weeks and weeks and weeks if i didn't think it was good yeah huh well yeah i i I think, I think that's it. it. It was nice to get to. God, it, when we take these holiday breaks, it it's always weird, like coming back and doing the thing again. Because then it's like you kind of forget, like, oh yeah, like I do this. <laughs> yeah, it had been like you know a couple week uh, week or so without doing any podcast, and it, like, I'm not gonna lie, kind of nice. Yeah. Well, especially because it's not like there's anything to be like. There's no Star Wars news. Yeah, exactly. So like the break is like we're not we're not missing anything. The only thing I'm missing is you. But yeah. Uh well, hopefully there's more news next week or the next couple of weeks and maybe I'll watch Gossip Girl. Can't believe what our podcast is turning into. <laughs> I love it. Look, we're not going to talk about Gossip Girl every week. But you should definitely start watching Gossip Girl so that you and I can talk about Gossip Girl. 
But that's what the listeners want. The listeners want us to talk about Gossip Girl. I. You were younger enough than me that I think it would be interesting to hear your impression of the show. Like, look, I'm not going to ask you to watch six seasons of it, but I think like well, I would be interested to have you watch a couple episodes because this show is really big when I was like in college would have been so yeah yeah I should have watched this like I think this was on TV when I was like young because you would have been like in middle school (laughs) or even like because I mean it was on for six years so I think it was just one of those things where like it was ending when like I was about to start it and I'm like ah no I'm not gonna start this it wasn't like supernatural there's like 50 seasons anyways and it doesn't matter where you start because it's the same shit every season but yeah it started in 2007 I was how old was I in 2007 I was 12 okay yeah so I would have like just I would have like graduated college the year before so I guess I was still like just you know this is the fun shitty teen drama that everybody's watching. Ah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think I might start that up because I, I rewatched all of British Baking Show and I got to this most recent season and it wasn't my favorite. So like yeah. I'm not looking forward to rewatching that again. So I'm thinking ah, I might as well just either start again or start something new because I have a lot in mind of what I want to start. You know, there's Ted Lasso, there's Gossip Girl, there's that Bridgerton, there's the Queen's Gambit. Like, there's there's so many things, but I don't know why, but yeah, Gossip Girl is... <sighs> Gossip Girl's getting me. Watch Gossip Girl because it's fun trash. Watch Ted Lasso because it genuinely is one of the best shows ever to be on television. And has no right to be as good as it is. It's yeah. so nice. It's so nice. I do not like nice things. I love this show. Wow. It is the nice, but it's, it's nice in a really genuine way. The niceness of the show and this character never seems like manipulative. It never seems like coin, like it's, you know, like trying to make you cry. It's not like it's like because it feels gen- it doesn't feel cynical at all sometimes you like when i watch like something like modern family or these other like family shows it all just feels like it's written from this very cynical like this is what will get people to cry or this is what you know a quote-unquote family show is and it just it seems fake but on this show it doesn't seem fake at all and it's also extremely funny hmm yeah yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about it, but knowing that, like, you, like, think it's genuine good, like, that's... It's it's my favorite thing that I've seen in years. I've I've watched it, like, three times so far. And I've watched episodes here and there, like, around that as well. But I say three times, I mean, that's three times I've watched it straight through. Wow. Okay, yeah, I definitely need to get to that then. I don't know who will win the race, Gossip Girl or Ted, but <laughs> who knows? Well, Emily, where can we find you and the podcast on social media? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantabitePod. And you can email us either um, text or, you know, like you can record on your phone and send us voicemail. And that is CantabitePod at gmail.com. 
Wonderful. And you can find me on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger and Twitter as Canto Brit. So, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. We can't wait to talk to you all of 2021 and next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go It's time to serenade my girl Lindo Sorry the ladies where I had to say no But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto No shame in the game Make even Rogue One seem tame But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main Yeah, that's fire Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock Canto bite Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E&B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches all my Canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch With Canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brew Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to Frushy Dude I didn't forget This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse be it scum and villainy King Tom Death Watch The most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time so I shout a Raj too You know the list ain't complete without lesson boo This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name Don't feel no shame You love the fun The games And refresher bangs Hang on every word Of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes Every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word Maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know Maybe ask the girls If Yaddle squirts Take your CBD Send in your top three, And you'll always be A bitch like me Get him Eric <laughs>